from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Bryce Young needs to be praised. Which is an unusual stance considering <laughs> it's it's pretty popular right now to dump on Bryce Young. And, and Yeah, exactly. And anybody involved in that Panthers offense seems to be pretty popular to get get dumped on right now. Um, Bryce Young needs to be praised for maybe the most simple but also the biggest question of his season, for making it this far into his rookie year. He is 5'10", 200 pounds at best. If I had to guess, by this point in the season, we're pushing 194. He took an absolute beating for most of the season uh, through through lack of help from his offensive line, lack of getting open from his receivers, lack of help from his uh, play caller, and also holding the ball on too, too long himself. But he's made it to the final week. You want a, you want a list of, of quarterbacks who play the same position in the same league, are more substantial in size, and did not make it to the final week? Aaron Rodgers, Daniel Jones, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson. Do we count Kenny Pickett? Yeah, we can count him. Kenny Pickett, Kirk he, Cousins. He, yeah, he missed a bunch of games. <laughs> Anthony Richardson, Jimmy Garoppolo, Justin Herbert. We could go on. You said Richardson, right? Yeah. I did say Anthony Richardson. Yeah. He's a so, big dude. Some of these guys are known specifically for their size and you would think durability. And instead, the 5'10, 194-ish pound guy is is looking at them going, You couldn't make it? You couldn't you can make it this far? <laughs> I missed one game with an ankle injury. I still don't believe that was an injury. Yeah, it wasn't. Now that is not to say there have not been plays when Bryce Young was absolutely smacked and wanted to stay down right in in the nfl there's a lot of cameras so when you get the hit they're zoomed in on the face and you see the eyes go oh man not to say he hasn't been been hit pretty hard by defensive players but he always got up right he always got up and and there is something there toughness is an underrated quality in a quarterback and there were questions about his toughness coming into the year, mostly related to his size. Bryce Young was asked this week if he's thought about, you know, having proven people wrong about his size and durability. Not really. Um, again, there's always going to be narratives and, and thought process, and people are, have, you know, have things to think about, um, which is part of the sport. Um, but for me, that was never something that was on my mind. Um, you know, I'm not out there to prove anything wrong or to, to make a point. Um, you know, I, I've always just been focused on trying to do the best that I can in my job, uh, you know, try to help the team, try to focus what I can control. Um, that's something that never really fell in that, that category. Um, so it wasn't really something that was a, a big focus for me. Not a big focus for him. Yes, a big focus for everybody watching him. Toughness is an underrated trait in NFL quarterbacks. So often we think of quarterbacks, as as my grandfather used to call me since I played quarterback, as a glory boy, a prima donna. Right? Some might call them divas. Some might call them untouchable. Some might call them not football players. Not speaking from experience on any of this. You should hear what linebackers call quarterbacks in, in college football locker rooms. I was a linebacker. It's not yeah, exactly. You were one of them. Mm-hmm. I can tell you were. Yeah. 
wearing our different colored jerseys, everybody bringing us water. I've heard it all. But you do, like, that's practice. On game days, you have to be tough. And that's where you earn your stripes. But even more importantly than just being tough, it's being effective while being tough, right? It's playing through injuries and playing well through injuries. I always think of Kyler Murray in this this argument because Kyler Murray, let's let's be clear. When Kyler Murray is healthy, he's really gosh darn good, and he's really fun to watch. He's the king of taking like 30 steps to go 10 yards but he's still faster than guys that took seven steps to go 10 yards. He's like a, like a, I don't know. He's, he's fast and fun to watch. I'll put it that way. When he is a hundred percent healthy, he is really, really good. So good that the Cardinals, I believe could have a shot at one of the top quarterbacks in the draft and still, right. Still would stick with Kyler Murray over them, even though they have to pay him a bunch of money and he might bring back a ton in a trade. But if you go look at his career, he only has to be banged up a little bit for his play to drop considerably, right? As soon as he has a sore shoulder, as soon as he's questionable on the uh, the injury report, he's not the same guy, which really hurts because, right, in, in the NFL, you're going to get hit. You're going to get hit. You're going you're gonna to have um, – bumps and bruises you're gonna have sore shoulders you're gonna have bruised ribs you're gonna have uh knee braces on like it's it's just gonna happen and if you can't play well through that it becomes an issue and and that is the concern right I I I didn't bring up Kyler Murray out of nowhere Kyler Murray measured in at the combine at almost the identical height and weight as Bryce Young so it is a concern with a quarterback that is the same size as Kyler that maybe when he gets hit, when he gets bumped, when he gets bruised, he won't be the same guy. But that's not what it looked like this year. He looks to be a guy that's tough enough to play well through bumps and bruises. Now, I'm not saying he always played well this year. <laughs> we all watched this most recent game against Jacksonville, so I wouldn't try, wouldn't try to pull that fast one on you. Yeah. But I don't think the reason, and and from watching it and and seeing how he plays, I don't think the reason he didn't play well at times was because he was hampered by injuries. It didn't look like he was physically being held back when he wanted to run. It looked like he could run. When he wanted to throw, it looked like he could throw. And that's more than you could say about a ton of quarterbacks by week 18. So, like, you know, I, I I talked about this going into the draft, okay? Going into the draft, when there was still that, oh, who are the Panthers going to take? Who are the Panthers going to take? I'm like, by now you know the questions, right? The questions about C.J. Stroud were how much do you care about the S2 test and how much do you care about Ohio State quarterbacks not being good in the pros? The question on Anthony Richardson was, can you teach him to be an above-level passer? Can you teach him to complete a high level of his of his passes? Because everything else, he's gotten physical talent. And for Bryce Young, the question was, gosh, that guy is small. Turns out, questions we should have been asking were other questions, but, uh, but the small isn't going to affect him that much. And that is deserving of praise. That alone, right there, is deserving of praise. 
So if no one else wants to find anything to be happy for Bryce Young about, I will. I'll say congratulations on at least starting week 18. At least starting week 18 and 17 and 16. And all except for what was it, week three? Yeah, it was week three. Which I'm which I'm skeptical. Here's the thing. Anthony Richardson was already hurt at that point. He already got knocked out of the game. He was hurt twice by then, and mm-hmm. the season-ending injury was coming the next week. Yeah. I mean, Will Levis had to leave last week's game. can't remember if you mentioned his name or not. You want to talk about, like, a physical specimen. I mean, I think he's wound a little tight. With well, the, there's a little that. His, his muscles are a little, little sinewy. They're, they're stretched. He's he's jacked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> jacked. Um, and And the last point of this is most of the other quarterbacks that haven't been as durable have had better protection, have had play calling that that doesn't expose them as much, have had receivers that will get open quicker. He's been dealing with a lot and still standing up, right? There's a – I think it's a Chinese proverb, but it used to be on Dwayne Wade's shoes when he was with a Converse, fall seven, stand up eight, which never made sense to me because – how do you stand up one more time than you fall down? Like, I get what you're trying to say. Every time you fall down, stand back up. But but the proverb needs work. We'll, we'll workshop it. Should be fall seven, stand up seven. Um, but it used to be on Dwayne Wade's shoes. I remember that. Uh, you give him credit for that. By the way, Thomas Brown, their offensive coordinator, was speaking with the media earlier. And he's he was talking about Icky Aquanu. But he said, there are things I could have done in, in play calling to help Icky more. With, with chips and help from tight ends and, and running backs and plays that would have gotten the ball out of the quarterback's hand faster. That was the offensive coordinator saying that about the left tackle. What I heard was there were things he could have done in the play calling to help Bryce Young, like chips to help Ikiakuanu and getting the ball out of your hands faster. Bryce Young, I give him a lot of credit. Praise for Bryce Young. I haven't heard much of it this week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Panthers, cherry on top of their their bad sandwich of a year, hmm. uh, are one of four teams with no Pro Bowl selections. Which feels kind of deserved because they're the worst team in the league. So, I mean, yeah. If four teams are not going to have Pro Bowlers, it's kind of like, well, I guess the team with by far the worst record is, is one of them. But I, I do want to emphasize – Pro Bowl selections are an individual award. 
that they are. And I think there are a couple players with legitimate reasons to be upset on the Panthers. We'll start with the obvious. Derek Brown. Derek Brown, an interior defensive lineman, defensive tackle for the Panthers. You can't tell me there are but two or three in the entire league that had a better season than he had. And it's not just me saying this. This is the the you know film junkies, the the PFFs. This is the the graders out there. This this is the pure stats. He is three tackles away from setting the record for tackles by an interior defensive lineman. Just overall tackles. The whole point of defense is what? Tackling. Get the guy on the ground. And and this isn't a played on a bad team record. Right? So, I mean, there are certain, like, if you're a safety and you break the record for tackles by a safety, that probably just means your defensive linemen and linebackers aren't good tacklers, right? A great safety, even if you're a great run-stopping safety, won't have the opportunity to get that many uh, tackles because your front seven handles most of the running plays. It's like, um, you know, being on one of the worst basketball teams but setting the the scoring record. It's like that's because there was no one else there to take shots, right? No one, no one else was taking away usage because they stink, so you, so you broke a record. But as an interior defensive lineman getting tackles – that there's it doesn't matter if you're on a good team or a bad team you're the first line of defense and matter of fact based on what else the panthers were putting on the defensive line he was probably fighting through double teams more often than he should and he was still getting guys on the ground defense like it's so rare that a defensive tackle even has that kind of stat to point to cuz so often it's like hey my defensive tackle's playing unreal this year my middle linebacker has a bunch of tackles and my edge rushers have a bunch of sacks thanks to that defensive tackle like that's so often how that goes but he's doing it himself he's an alternate he'll probably get in I don't want that to let the pro bowl people off the hook and then the other is Adam Thielen Adam Thielen has a more complicated case I've been saying since like week seven it's like he's gonna be a pro bowler he's gonna be a pro bowler because he just looked at the production. And he had a little dip there right after uh, Frank Reich got fired where it almost felt like he was choosing to, I don't know, stand in solidarity with his buddy. <laughs> yeah, well, also Frank Reich called a lot of plays that were just for Adam Thielen. Remember that whole saga? Yeah. Had to call timeout because we had a play that only Adam Thielen could run, you know, his 4 six, 33-year-old self. Nobody else could do it, so we had to call timeout because he wasn't on the field. Uh, that actually happened earlier this year, for those of you that missed it. Um, but he had, I mean, as of right now, he has 100-plus catches and 1,000-plus yards. Now, just barely of both, but 100-plus catches and 1,000-plus yards, it's pretty impressive. Now, I'll even say this, right? In modern football, with, you know, uh, what is it, CD putting up 122 catches and 1,600 yards, 100-plus, 1,000-plus is not enough to get you in the Pro Bowl by itself. But think of everything he had to overcome to get those numbers. Right? Think of it. Right now, 
how often was Adam Thielen number one on everybody's scouting report when playing the Panthers? Because he was the only one doing anything. How often was Bryce Young missing receivers? Like the thing with guys like CD, the things with like they they often just play with better players around them, and that helps them put up big numbers. Like oh, you have to guard T Higgins, that makes it easier for Jamar Chase. Oh, you had to guard Jalen Waddle, that makes it easier for Tyreek Hill. Who else did you have to guard on the Panthers? Uh, no one. Jonathan Mingo's on IR for the last game. You know how many touchdowns Jonathan Mingo had? He was the 39th overall pick. He was brought in essentially to be the the deep threat to match Adam Thielen's possession receiver along with DJ Chark as another deep threat. But guess how many touchdowns Jonathan Mingo, your deep threat, had? As many as you, me, and everyone listening. We're all tied. He had zero. Adam Thielen put up 100-plus catches, 1,000-plus yards on an offense that had no business having a 100-plus catch 1,000-plus yard receiver. That's his argument. His argument is on context. His argument is like the conversion rate, right? <laughs> For reasons that I can't fully explain, uh, today in our in our cubicles over at the, in the office, we were doing conversions from grams to pounds, which <laughs> sounds bad, but don't worry, don't worry about it. It was completely wholesome. Graham Hill was involved. Yeah, that? Graham Hill was involved. That might be a, a theme. But – uh. I, I need conversions. I need, like, what's 100 catches on the Panthers converted to, to you know, Chiefs stats? Yeah. Yeah, convert that over to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, can you con- – 100-plus catches on, on the, the Panthers, if you were to convert that to Dolphins catches, that's like 160. Yeah. 1,000 a- yards on the Panthers converted to Cowboys numbers, that's like 1,450. That's the argument there. And honestly, you could do that for Derrick Brown, too. Derrick Brown is about to break the record for tackles by an interior defensive lineman, and that's not accounting for the inflation rate of playing on a de- – or the deflation rate of playing on a uh, a team that doesn't have any other real threats. Think of how many linebackers played behind Derrick Brown. Shaq Thompson, Deion Jones, Frankie Louvu. Kamu Grugier-Hill, and anyone else they could find with a number in the 40s or the 50s was thrown back there at some point in time. The conversion rate is is my new take on the Panthers' st- statistical production. When you're on a team that bad, you deserve like a 1.5 multiplier. I don't know if that would hold up in mathematical court, but it holds up on the drive here on 99.9 The Fan. And I think that makes it even more impressive what Derrick Brown's done this season because outside, I mean, yeah, Louvu's good. Brian Burns is good. But outside of that, it's not like he got a lot of help on the interior and he still is producing. Like, the fact that he's drawing double teams, he's beating those double teams, and making tackles at the line of scrimmage or it's tracking guys down, you know, over across the field, that in and of itself is impressive. And let's be honest, he's creeping up there in that, like, top five of like interior defensive tackles like he's creeping up into that territory which by the way is going to get him paid oh yeah and and big this, time the pan that's all conversation for a whole other day is is it a situation where you'd rather him leave and be happy yeah i want what's best for you i, I want it's not you it's tepper <laughs> it's not you it's him it's not you it's him I want you to go be happy. I want you to find an owner that'll pay you right, that'll that'll 
draft appropriately, that won't meddle. I, I want I want that for you, Derek, DB. <laughs> it's not the it's not you, it's me speech from Costanza, but yeah. completely switched to instead of me, put Tepper there. It's not you, it's Tepper. Like, like I just want you to be happy. That's it. Oh, no. If it's anybody, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> if it's anybody, it's Tepper. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.